Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We are here, we are live, and we're here. And joining me tonight on the left side of me is all the way from Toronto, Canada, the home of the world champion, Toronto Raptors. Everybody put your hands together. Say hello to Michael T. Butch. Michael, what's up? Hey, nothing too much. Just enjoying the beautiful uh, weather and also sitting proud here with the Toronto Raptors as for the first time in Canadian history (laughs) and American history. The NBA championship has left the United States of America, and wow. it's here in Canada. <laughs> so I'm doing good. Well, congratulations to you, uh, Canadian people, to Toronto people, and congratulations to the Raptors on a great game, great victory. But besides that, let's go to the right side. And on my right side with joining us tonight is all the way from, well, let's take the 15 to the 10, hop on the 7 10, <laughs> go towards Long Beach, get off on Artesia Boulevard, pass the green They Chev, go through all the traffic. Get out, get out the car, scream old school Eddie, and then all of a sudden, boom, there he appears. Hello, Eddie. Say hi to everybody. Well, hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us tonight, guys. Uh, we got a good show lined up. And, uh, Hope you guys could stay in tune and call. Call in. Give us your opinion. You guys will know what we're talking about in a minute. But let's get to the guy in the middle of us. <laughs> the one and only. The man from Mr. Uh, Mr. Las Vegas himself. Shelter. Go on, go on, go on. Keep it coming, keep it coming. The man that drives Cadillacs, wears Rolexes, eats me every day. <laughs> and smokes twice cigars. Twice a day. <laughs> And also, you guys forgot Shout the sexiest voice on all of radio, whether it's oh, Block Talk Radio, you know voice. Mm-hmm. XM mm-hmm. Radio, could be regular car radio, sexiest voice on all of radio. Live and a perfect place to go with it for radio. Oh, you've got to be quiet now. So say, give it up to the one, the only. I'm here, I'm live. Shelter, here we go. Wow. Wow. We didn't get right, that, that was good enough. How come yeah, I only get applause and you guys don't? Yeah, because we're low. Nobody talks to you guys. But, <laughs> but whatever. It is what it is. Whatever. So how you know it's doing? How are you guys? Michael, how are you, Michael? Well, I guess I'm, like I said, I'm good. It was a beautiful You're day. Good? I enjoyed the, the whole day out and uh, came home for the radio station. And um, family's good. Now you said they Everybody's fine. How about you, That's Eddie? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Everything's good. Children, the grandchildren, refrigerator has got food, the roof is on, cable's paid, uh, except <laughs> the car payment. So we're hiding the car in the garage right now, except for All the right. car payment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Shelter, what's going okay. on in Vegas, brother? Okay, let's clarify one thing real quick. Okay. Okay, just okay. want to get this out of the way real fast. Uh, yesterday, I don't know if you guys noticed, but all over Instagram, everybody posted a video of a woman beating up a child, a little infant baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, and people start reposting it and going on and going on with this video, which was disgusting. It was horrible. It was sickening. Okay. Right. And a woman that beat up a little baby, a helpless child, for no, whatever her reason was, she was sick in the head. And whatever's going to go on, what is going to go on with her? But let's clarify, right. clarify one thing. It was not a woman. 
Okay, because a lot of people misunderstood that it was a woman that was beating up a child. This happened right. in Malaysia. Okay, somewhere in Timor, Malaysia, I guess part of China, whatever, wherever it is. Okay, and it was Gage. It was not a woman. It was not a little shawgul uh, getting beat up. It was Gage. Not that it was a uh, that it was a good idea. Not that happened, it made Gage. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> it's still a horrible story. One hundred percent. Yes, it's a horrible story. A horrible thing to see. Time. You know, a couple of people hadn't. text me, sorry to interrupt, and wanted me to see it. I didn't even want to see it. I yeah, didn't I even go to look at it. Oh, it was, it, was, it was terrible. It was terrible. I don't want to see it. I'll refuse. I'll just stroll over because I, I, I didn't go on the Instagram all day until just an hour ago. I don't want to be on it. I don't want to see that. I, I hear you. Stuff. Well, a lot of people uh, thought that it was a woman doing it, and it was somebody local here in the States, but it was not in the States. It was in Malaysia. Uh, somebody posted the headlines because I guess it made the news there in Malaysia, and they're looking for the woman. I don't know if she got arrested yet. She was a babysitter, and we thought somebody was videotaping it, but uh, nobody was videotaping it. It was uh, what they call those things, uh, hidden camera, nanny camera. A baby camera. camera. Uh, yeah, a baby yeah. camera. Yeah, whatever. You're right. She didn't know she was being recorded, I guess. And, you know, there's a lot more to the story that I don't know what happened when the parents came home. How did they find the camera? How did they, what, what happened? I don't know the rest of the story. But I'm sure if you guys watch the news, It'll come up. Something will happen about it. You guys will hear the story. They'll catch her. They'll arrest her. They'll kill her. Whatever they're going to do, they're going to do. Right. So, good. And that cleared was that up. That, that was great. It. That was okay. Well, well whatever the law is in up. Malaysia, I hope they sentence her to the max of their law for that. That's yep. all I yep. got to say. I hope they stole the bitch. So that's my opinion. But yeah, however they do, whatever they do, let her get the maximum sentence. Whatever it's going to be, it's going to be. That's it. So with that being said, we just wanted to clarify that, that the woman here had nothing to do with, with that one. Thank right. God. Right. Yes. That was yes, one we God. didn't That's... do. Yeah, Not that we... the Romania today we don't there hasn't been cases of children of child abuse because we talked about that last week. I just I just wanted to interfere one more time to for newcomers on the line. This ain't a Romano Christian radio station. We talk about topics Every week we have a different topic uh, about the Romania, maybe about world news, whatever. And if you who are listening want to give us an idea of a topic that we should come up with, you could DM Robert, Ashelta, or Old School Eddie, or myself, and we'll discuss it between us three, because like, we always discuss what we're going to talk about like a week from you know, be prior to the show, like uh, like Monday, two three days before the show, and to discuss what we're going to talk about. We do research. Robert does research, finds things out. Last week was what's going on with the Romania, and today is going to be a different topic, which again is related to Romania. I'm assuming. Exactly. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And yes, I do do the research. I do produce everything, put it all together. These two guys. Basically, don't do nothing. They leave it all on me. I gotta control this whole board. I gotta control the switchboard. I gotta control the chat room. I gotta play the songs. And they do nothing. Yeah, but I always. But they want. The they want to get paid. I always I'm sorry, the you, That's. This is true. This is true. And the donuts. Uh, I correct myself. Michael does bring coffee and donuts for himself. Yeah, he sure I'm does. Which I'm miles away. Yeah. So. Uh, we're going to get started with the show in a minute. I'm going to go to a song real fast. Eddie, 
Check this out. Yes, sir. We have uh, action in our chat room, and I got a request. Okay. I got a request for a song. Let me just read the name here. My Girl 702 wants a certain song that we played last week by Teddy Adams. Okay. So I'm going to play this song for My Girl 702. Sit back, relax, enjoy, enjoy and we'll be back in about uh, 3 minutes, 54 seconds. Okay, My Girl 702, this one's for you. Here we go. There's Rock.
pretty song. What a pretty right song. Right on. We nice. are back. That is pretty. My Girl 702, hope you enjoyed that one. All right, guys. Man. So, like we said, we are back. We're live. We're here. Uh, before we Ain't get going into nowhere for two our, hours. <laughs> before we get into what we've got to talk about, is there anything else you guys want to say before we get into the serious topic? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I want to give this out real quick. These little shout outs, real quick, bro. Is that cool with you, Shelter? That's cool. All right, man. Thanks. <laughs> All right, here we go. Barbara's buddy, uh, Christina Stanley, Mr. Sam Costello, Sylvia Machuanta, David and Mella B. I hope I'm saying that right. Melanie Girl, Richie and Tina, Mr. Danny Marks. Hey, your old buddy, SoCal Gypsy. Choked up. <laughs> yes, sir. And Penny Russian and uh, Birdie Girl. And uh, check this out. We got a somebody uh, text me and said they listen in, and they're in Detroit. Bobby and Sophie in Detroit. Motown, baby. Right on. God bless there you guys. You go. Thank you for listening. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Also, one more shout-out you forgot. Uh, Gypsy Vine Fails. Little Joey, thank you for your help. Oh, my uh, gosh, man, my bro. My little bro. I don't know how you forgot about that. Him. He's very uncool. Very, very uncool. No, that's un- very uncool because he's a, he's a dope bro, and I like that guy. I know him since he was a youngster, and uh, he's a good guy. Thanks a lot, brother. Eddie, you charged 50 cents for not giving the man a shout-out, but it's okay. We'll talk about it later. All righty, brother. All right, now I want to ask you guys a question. I want to ask Eddie yes, and I want to ask Michael. And I'm going to ask you guys a question. What do we all have in common in the last 20 to 25 years? What do we all have in common? Start with you, Michael. Uh, I know you two guys don't have Tim Hortons there, so I <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I got Edward. I drink coffee. So. Edward, what do we I, have in common? I what is what do we have in common with the Romania to all of us in the last twenty five years? Uh, I don't know, Shelter. You got me on that one, well, sir. I'm going to tell you what all of us have in common. Even people that are on the phone right now, we have in common with them. People that we don't even know, from coast to coast, from around the globe, we all have one thing in common. We all know somebody. We have a relative. Could be a mother. Could be a father, brother, sister. That's all affected by drugs. Yeah, each wow. and every one wow. of us has this in common. Even... Either we lost a relative, or we have mm-hmm. a relative mm-hmm. or a best friend that's been mm-hmm. affected by drugs. It's either right. died from drugs or is on drugs right, right now mm-hmm. and going through some hard times right now. That's the one thing that Romania has in common in the last twenty wow. to twenty-five years. It became an epidemic and is getting worse and worse and worse. And wow, you're to be so honest, right. There's no sign of any hope to fix this problem at all. It's too strong, it's too powerful, and that's what I want to talk about tonight. So if anybody that's on the line right now, if you guys want to come on, press one, let's talk about it. If you got a story you want to share, if you want to talk about it, just press one, we'll bring you guys on. What do you two guys got to say? I'm going to start with, uh, let's go to the to the left right now. Michael, what do you got to say? Well, you know, back in the day, and we're going in the 70s, I remember... There was the bad guy in the hall. Oh, he's smoking pot. Oh, <laughs> and then in the 80s, oh, he's the cocaine. He's doing coke. Oh, yeah. Right? Right. Well. But see, it was always the mush. It was always a guy. 
that well stay away from the he's a drug addict. Right. Guess right. what? We got a bigger problem because it's not only now the man in the seventies and the sixties or the eighties. We have a problem that it's women are now being the big drug addicts as well as the man. We have a problem that these young little boys in the 16, 17, 18, 19, a problem also with the little girls that are 15, 16, 17, 18, 20. And I heard too much in the last 14 years about some poor little girl that was only 18 or 20 years old ODing in a motel as well as a young little boy. It's killing me. Because wow. it's not my, it was the man that was the rebel and the bad wow. dude, the drug addict. We got women and we got children. That's how overpowering drugs has taken effect in our Romania. Yeah. Yeah. Strong point. That is so true. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to give you an example of something. Me and Mike grew up together back in Toronto back in the day. Okay. And like Michael said, there was one guy that was a pot smoker. Okay. And we were told one time from our parents, don't deal with them, they smoke pot. We had to listen, we didn't bother. We were right. We had to stay away. <laughs> then, like you said, when it came in the mid-80s, when the Coke Fair, Coke Friends started, we had to stay away. Right? And we left them in right. their little corner, alone. There'd be 20 other guys in our other corner, but that one Coke guy would be alone in the club by himself. Mm-hmm. You know, he was I a think- call, I guess, they were like Bloody May from the rest of the... Well, yeah, the that's the way it was back in the day. You know, nobody wanted them to... Uh, don't bring them to the house. Or don't bring them to the parties. You know? I think if we was to do statistics... Am I saying this right, Mike? The statistics? Yeah, yeah, statistics. Okay, if we was to do a statistic... In the United States, in every state, in every county... I think that there was an overdose in the woman... That's a strong statistics to do. And I, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if it's possible, but we know of half of them. But we don't know of all of them. But they're out there. And we're not only talking, we're not talking about Coke. It's more serious now. It's, a, it's the, the designer drugs, these pills, uh, Xanax, uh, you know. It's uh, well, It got to the point where it's major stuff now in... You know what I'm saying, Shelter Mike? Well, let's do it this way. Well, let's go back to the let's go back to the 80s for a minute. When we heard a guy was smoking pot, we stood away from him. Nowadays, you're lucky if a guy's just doing pot. You're kind of happy. Yeah, it's okay. He's just doing pot. It's okay. It's okay to do that. Okay. Now they're going on the street and buying phenytol. I can't even say it right. Phenytol. Wow. I'll get to that afterwards. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, what I was going to say, back in the later 80s, there were some people that was taking Percodan and Percocets. And maybe even before, the, even in the late 70s, uh, they were taking Percodans and Percocets. And then all of a sudden, it started from 1 to 2, and then about 10, 20, whatever. And now the, the new drug on the street, I know in Toronto, I don't know about most of them, it's called Oxycontin which is a form of heroin. And now that the doctor I don't prescribe it and want to give Oxycontin, because it's certain states, it's a five milligram, the 20, the 15, and the 25, 
It's actually heroin. And now heroin's making a comeback since the last two years because the Gajay got hooked by taking Oxycontin or the drug user, the home. And, and all of a sudden now heroin's came back. It made a comeback from the 60s. The scary wow. part about the Oxycontin, now listen to this, Eddie. Black Oxycontin was a drug that when you was in the hospital, whoever's listening, if you had to take an arm off or a leg and amputate it, they would give you Oxycontin from the pain. So that's how serious of a drug it is. That's it's a strong that medicine, yeah. Strong. Wow. And now you've got Actually. people taking four or five Oxycontins and then going out and uh, driving and all. Oh, they're in a complete, complete... Don't know what Actually, they're doing. I gotta correct you. Oxycontin was a war drug. World War Two. Yeah, that's what it was, what it was originally. Well, before. yeah, it was, uh, same thing yeah. though. Yeah, same I thing. It was a heroin type. Like I, you know, I wonder. Mike. I wonder. Does some of these young guys know that they're taking that? I wonder. Do they think it? Do they even know? Because I mean, do they even know it's a heroin pill? They just see a pill. Hey, drop this. Take this pill. You're gonna enjoy you know, yourself. Did, they probably Brandy don't even know these youngsters. It's chasing the high. It started off with a little bit here, a little bit there, and then take it, and then they're chasing that feeling that they had one time. I only could say the young people that's taken it. Obviously, there's a problem in their home, or because they're trying to escape life reality. Exactly. And this oxycodone exactly. or any drug takes you in a fantasy world. No, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to disagree because I'm going to tell you what. We're not going to mention no names. We're not going to mention nobody's names on on this uh, topic. Okay. But I know a man here since the last 35 years. Straight as a pin. Straight as an arrow. Does not not get high. Barely drinks. Good, decent man. Him and his wife. Right? Wife is very respectful. Not a drinker. Not a smoker. Don't get high. Like I said, don't smoke pot. Don't do nothing out of the way. A very good, clean couple. They buried one child who OD'd on the streets, and they got another one that keeps ODing, but he keeps coming back to life. Okay, so I can't blame it on the family. They're well to do. They I got, got money. On the family. They got houses. They got cars. I, I could take that back, Robert. But the other thing is, there's something wrong with them. Maybe they have a problem with getting a girlfriend or this, and they think they need to be cool. Oh, come they're on, the, where's the Romano mentality, Butch? Romas, I mean, where's that mentality? Because we all know this. Hey, we better slow down, or we better... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Well, we talked about this last week, about where is our Romano uh, mentality when we all of a sudden have gay people burning their lovers. Uh, we had women that put their little 11-year-old girl prostitution ring. Uh, we yeah, have uh, they lost a it. killer, lost psycho everything. killer. I could come back and ask you, where's the Romano mentality there? That's what's the problem. We got trapped in society, and I'll always repeat this. The Romania got trapped in society, the worldly society, for the bad, not for the good. Nobody wants to be a lawyer or a, or a politician or a teacher or a, or anything that is in the Romania society, but for some reason we got pimps, whores, and drug addicts. Yeah, true. I think they don't understand that if all it is, like you said, it's it's an escape 
from reality. And there's only two things that end up when you're that serious on drugs. It's either death or prison. That's it. Now, here's no. a point, Robert. I wanted to mention this point. Remember you and me? Our father's saying, don't go there. They're all dope addicts. Remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, now listen to me real good. Our fathers knew what they were doing. Why? Because we had money, Robert. We always had money. We were selling cars. We was a business with our fathers. We had a role all the time on us. So if we go hang out with that guy and try to smoke this, smoke that, we get hooked on it, and now next thing you know, we're always going to the Chago to get the drug again. But meanwhile, we're paying for his drugs and our drugs. So it's an old scam. Go to the rich kid, put him, give him a couple of lines for free, and we'll hook him. This way, he could come and pay for my, my support, my drug, because I'm on Love. And that's, that's the thing. That's the way the it is. Kid. That's the way it is. Now look how Shaga could do something like that. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. I know brothers that put their sisters on drugs. They were all drabanyas. You understand? So they could get, so they could go back to the brother oh, and yeah. ask for drugs. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter when you're when you're that high and stoned. You'll steal from your mother, father, brothers. You gotta watch yourselves. They'll steal from the kids, the games to sell them. The, you know, it's that disgusting because they're not in their right mind. They're not thinking about anything. They get up in the morning, and instead of thinking what to have, coffee or breakfast, how am I gonna get my drug? That's the exact how they. That's the way it is. That's the mentality. It is. Yep. Yep. You know, I do got to say one thing. Uh, a lot of people give Trump a bad name. Uh, and they say that he's uh, he's evil, he's this, he's that. But I'll tell you something, he did a good thing. Uh, you're not allowed, if I don't know how to say this right, but if a person is a cancer patient, if they're sick, if they got uh, terminal disease, whatever it is, they're not allowed, they're only allowed, I think, 30 days worth of pills. All right, and they have to go back every 30 days or 15 days, I think it is. 15 or 30 days. And they'll only prescribe them a certain amount of pills for that for the sickness. Why? Because a lot of elderly people were taking their pills and selling them. And selling them on the streets. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but it's, that's true. But it's true. It's true. Yeah. And this is why yes. Trump wanted to put a stop to all the opiates and all the opiates or opioids. I don't know how to say it. But yeah, but you called. see, the, the, it's a great thing, and Trump had the right mind. I'm gonna, as a Canadian, sure. I'm gonna say that was a good law. But I'm gonna tell you the, what's the bad thing, because believe me, Robert, uh, because they're not given the pills, and then there's people that are addicted or needed, they'll go on the street and find their dealer, and that's why heroin, I believe, made a comeback. Because not only because of the oxycodone, because they limit the oxycodone here too, a long time ago, they limit only so much they'll give, so you know, so many perks per month. But guess what? They're hooked on heroin, so now their heroin made a comeback because of that. And your dealer, and the one thing that he did do good, you got to shut that cartel line going on because you know that Mexican border. Probably he did that for another reason to get rid of the well, deal. Yes, he did. A lot of drugs. Now it makes all the sense in the world. Now he makes sure all does. the sense in the world. And I don't now care I agree for with him 110. percent Yeah, look, I don't you know, care for the man, but that part there, Shelk. I'm sorry, but that part there where he stopped at the cartel, 
and all the main drugs coming over. I I totally agree with him on that. Totally okay, agree. in Mexico, in Mexico this year, um, one of the drug cartels, one of the the, the leader guys, deposited four hundred and fifty billion dollars into his account to HBC, one of the big banks. Whoa! Wow. No questions asked, no nothing. He deposited four hundred fifty billion dollars to, I guess, to launder his money to circulate around. The bank has no question. So, is it a big business? You're damn right, it's a big business. It's a big business. <laughs> Pfizer, the medical uh, company here in the U.S., makes thirty billion dollars a year on wow, shelter uh, on prescribed medicines. Okay, they make wow. their profit is thirty billion dollars a year. Are you going to shut it down? Next to impossible. But that's not the problem. Now I'm going to play something for you guys to listen to. And guys, again, everyone that's listening, Press 1 will bring you guys on after you guys hear this. Uh, This is going on on the streets right now. So take a listen to this, guys. The following program contains mature subject matter. Viewer discretion is advised. We are in the midst of the deadliest drug crisis in American history, and the culprit is opioids. As many as 65,000 people died of a drug overdose in 2016. That's more than American casualties seen in the Vietnam War. But the statistics don't tell the whole story. So we canvassed the nation looking for some answers. In our series, The United States of Addiction, Dr. Nita and Judge Mary Shanowski went to ground zero of the drug crisis in Dayton, Ohio, while our producer Leslie investigated how these deadly drugs are coming through our borders. We know pharmaceutical opioid abuse can be deadly, but there's something even deadlier flooding our streets. That's black market fentanyl, 30 to 50 times stronger than heroin. And our producer Leslie investigated how it's being used in counterfeit pain pills that may appear completely harmless. In Los Angeles, I'm heading to San Diego, where the San Ysidro Port of Entry lives. It's the largest port in the nation, and the DEA says this is where the fentanyl and counterfeit pain pills are coming across our borders from Mexico. We're at the undisclosed location right now, about to meet Special Agent Amy Roderick. Agent Amy asked us not to have our cameras rolling while following her to the location, so we're going to go dark right now. Put in perspective to me, this new trend you're seeing, which is fentanyl, why it's so much more dangerous. Fentanyl is so dangerous because it's 30 to 50 times stronger than heroin. A kilogram of fentanyl here in San Diego, which is the cheapest in the United States, would go anywhere from 31 to $35,000. Once you take that same kilo and you sell it in somewhere like Boston, Massachusetts, the price jacks up to double that. Tell me how the fentanyl is being dispersed throughout the entire country. So the Mexican cartels are sending the fentanyl up through the traditional smuggling routes right here in San Isidro and Otay Mesa. They can send it up in vehicles, they can send it across with people, they could put it in people's luggage. So there's no real limit to the ways they can get their drugs across here in San Diego. And then from there they go everywhere in the United States. If you were a cartel down in Mexico and you had an industrial pill press, the pill press will create thousands of pills per hour. You can illegally buy these on the internet to make these look as real as possible to trick people into taking these fraudulent prescription pills containing fentanyl. Can you explain to me how much harder it is to manufacture heroin versus make fentanyl and why that's also fueling this crisis? If you are a Mexican drug cartel interested in profit only, you're harvesting poppies from seed to harvest. 
That's obviously a very long wait. Not only that, you need the manpower to go and harvest the paste from the poppy, bring it to a lab and manufacture that into heroin. If you are buying precursor chemicals from China, you can basically have a couple of buckets, mix and you have fentanyl, and you ship that right across. No harvest, there's no manpower obviously a lot better financially. There are small-time labs that can purchase chemicals directly from China over the internet or the dark net, and then they can manufacture the fentanyl or make fraudulent prescription pills containing fentanyl. And there's no way to regulate that. It's just someone who has no chemical background with some blenders. What kind of counterfeit pain pills are you finding the fentanyl in? Oxycodone, Norco's, but we've also seen it in drugs such as Xanax, which is not an opioid. Pill shopping for any kind of drug on the street is like playing Russian roulette. So what I want to do right now, Leslie, is take you into our DEA lab to show you how powerful and deadly this fentanyl really is. Before we get started, I want you to get suited up. Just two milligrams is considered a lethal dosage of fentanyl. Really hard to actually see. Just this amount. Just this amount. Can kill a human being. Is enough to kill a human being. To kind of put it in context, a packet of sweetener contains about one gram of material. If you had fentanyl of one gram amount, that'd be 500 lethal dosages. When I'm actually handling fentanyl, I have to protect myself. So I have Narcan just in case I might come across exposure. What he's going to show us is 20 kilograms of what was thought to be cocaine. It actually laced with fentanyl. Wow. How many counterfeit pain pills could this create? 50,000 pills, wholesaling for around $30,000. If you travel it out, you're looking at multi-million dollars. So you can imagine if someone actually did a line of cocaine, which might be like 10 milligrams, and snorted it, they'd be dead before they got to the other end of the line. The amount could take out 2 million people. 2 million people. Everything you see right here, they look just like the real thing. More than 20,000 oxycodones, which are the most popular pain pills on the street. The one on the left is a real oxycodone, and the one on the right is a fake one. These tablets are of really good quality, and even to a trained analyst, I can't tell the difference. If each one contains some fentanyl, then potentially 10,000 tablets could be thousands of lethal dosages. Wow. All right, guys, we're back. Wow. Okay, guys, uh, something just brought to my attention. We're not even on air right now. What? We are not on air right now. Okay, Everybody that was listening, I guess, got bounced out for some reason. Our counter clock is not even working, telling us how much time we have left, so I don't know what's going on. I tried calling you. So right now, the there's, nobody, there's, nobody, there's nobody listening right now. How long have no. we, how long you think we have not been on the line? I have no idea because I noticed something when I logged on. It was uh, it uh, took a while for the fridge to light up, and there's no clock ticking down the time. Oh, hold on a second, guys. Let's go to the, let's go to the phone real quick. Let's go to a three two three seven two three number three two three. Three two three, you're on. Just telling you guys, you're on the air. We are on the air. Oh, I can hear you guys. Okay, well, I think what happened is I guess we're streaming right now, and people that were already online are could hear us, and the people that are trying to listen from home can't uh, can't log oh, on. Okay. But it's uh, it's good to know that we're on. Appreciate the call. You got anything you want okay. to comment about? No, no, it was just helping you guys out. Thank you, well, sir. Thank Appreciate you that, that, man. Thank you. Thank you, man. Oh, good on. Hey, we got some loyal listeners. 
Now, that's a good Samaritan. You see, there is a God bless him. So we we've been on. So we've been on. Right, so I guess for the people that are on with us right now, God bless you guys. Thank you. I don't know what's going on with the rest of it. Uh, but there, you guys heard that uh, <laughs> that video. Eddie, what do you got to say about that? Well, for one thing, I hope the youngsters are hearing it because it's all about debt. It's it's just you, you die from it. I hope the youngsters are hearing this. Way you could die from these damn pills, sir. It kills. The thing kill is. You. Young people, old people, when they can't get their drugs from the from their pharmacy, from the for the doctors, they go out on the street and they go out and they buy. You guys heard fentanyl is a hundred. What they said, thirty to fifty times stronger, or thirty to eighty times stronger than heroin. Right. Okay, that's that's sick. That is sick. People are dying. That's what the people are dying from is that uh, fentanyl. Man, it's a strong drug. You know. I just wanted to say something about when Eddie said that causes death. And yes, people, girls, men, women should understand that. But it's not only death to that person. Okay, for instance, okay, the guy's using the drug. He's on the drugs. He went, he OD'd a couple of times. He came back to life. He's in rehab. Do you know kind of debt? That brings for a parent's heart, a mother. That's a another thing. Good sister, point. Yes. Yes. Do you know what kind of. You're out there, you're high, you don't know what's going on, but your mother, father, parents, cousins are looking, and their, their heart is so heavy burdened. It's so hurting. The family, you're destroyed. You, you, let's say you're married, you got kids, a wife. She's disgusted. She can't understand. Making love left, right, and center, but yet she don't got nothing. The kids ain't dressed right. They're not fed right because he takes every money that they got. It, look at the suffering. The grandparents are looking at the kids. They're coming. They're bringing food. They're buying things for the kids because Nyla wow, Lovey, because this guy is not going to work. He's going to spend all the money on drugs. They're in ponds. They're in hawks. They don't got no car. They couldn't. He sold the car, or he smashed the car because he was high. He can't get insurance. He lost his license because he was high. There's no life. You destroyed the life of yours and everybody around you. And everybody else, right? Good point, Mike. Good point. Good point. Very, very strong point. My point is going to go like this. You know, there's young men in their 30s, 40s are just getting started with life. They became parents. Some of them actually even uh, grandparents at, a, at an early age, right? And what you're doing is you're destroying your family. You're doing these pills, you're getting high. You might even die like some people that we know. They might find them on the living room floor. And guess what? When you yeah. have a 40, 42, 44-year-old wife, she's going to get remarried again. And now somebody else has got to raise your children. Raise your children and raise your grandchildren that you left behind. Think. Think, people. Think before you put those think, pills to your mouth. Think, youngsters, too, man. I hope they're listening because... Okay, I'm going to ask you two guys a question. I want to ask you a question. And I want you to really think. It's deep. You know me, I'm deep. What gets you high? Eddie, what gets you high? What's your high point that you feel great in? What, what gets you high? My grandchildren. My great-grandchildren. 
looking around my house, looking at my things I have, not much. Uh, my food, I mean, that's a high right there. Uh, that was a great you know, answer because basically I was in the same thing. Nothing beats me sitting on the dinner, whether it's a restaurant or whether it's in a house. Sitting around yeah. my grandchildren and children and sharing and breaking bread. Yeah. To me, or going out on a little carnival adventure, going fishing, going devlin. There's your height. That's more than I want in life. I might not have that Mercedes Benz outside or that Hummer. I might not have that platinum Rolex, but guess what? I'll take that any time of the day. Hell oh, yeah. And with my family. Robert, what That's about it. you? What gets you high? What gives me high? Waking up every morning, number one, alive and healthy. Uh, seeing those little bastard kids of mine, my grandchildren, <laughs> just like Eddie and their food. <laughs> There's my high. You know. That's, what else would do you we need you know, more in our life, Shavali? Your family. It ain't the dollars and cents. It ain't got nothing You're having that. the times. There's nothing more. So why do we have? Why does people have to take drugs? Now, for the young people, they got to learn. Go to your father and mother. Hang out with them, your brothers. Go somewhere. Do some kind of sport activity. Do something to break. Go make money. Sell cars. Buy cars. Do roofings. Whatever you do. God bless you. Keep it going. Your life will Find another high. Find a legal worth of high that's not going to kill you. Enjoy the children. You got a future ahead of you. Say the Christian radio. Go to church. That gets you high to the Talk to your pastors. There's a lot of pastors that are willing to help out there. There is. I see them. I follow them on Instagram. They got numbers up there. They're putting numbers. Call me. Let me help you. Uh, Go to your church. You know. I mean, I know we're not doing a Christian show, but it's uh, pray. Penedivliska, help me, please. And believe me, he'll help you. Go to a pastor. He's going to help you. They got hey, programs exactly what you just said. Pastors are there to help. They're there to you know, help. They're, they're up for the challenge. They're up for the challenge. They're, exactly. They, exactly. They put drug helplines up. They did all this stuff. They uh, they got counselors. They got people waiting. You know, and God exactly bless the people that actually did go to get help. All right. But yes. there's other people that think they got it beat. You know, well instead of doing uh, ten perks, I'm only going to do eight. So I got it beat. Yeah, so I'm going to, you know, slack down. No, there's no slacking down. There's not even, if you take two, that's not slacking. It's, slacking down is not doing it completely. I think it's a dead end street. I just want to say one thing. There is people, um, please, please, because we can't make people feel guilty also, because there is people, churches that are not swale. They have this certain thing. Maybe it's a chronic arthritis. Maybe it's a... You know, uh, that's understandable. Nerve. And they got to take the Percodan. We're not anybody that has to take the drug prescripted by their doctor, and they got to take the drug. There's Pure. We understand. That's a different situation. But that's different. So we're they not knocking that. anybody that needs to take something, but don't be a drug addict. Do it in moderation. Well, Let me say it this way. Those people that are sick that need to take the pills, they're a coliodel. They'll take their pills, but don't take them for recreational use and for enjoyment. All right? People that are sick, like I said, they're a coliodel. The total of hospital, they take the pills out of their life, too. But people that really need their medication, yes, people take your medication. Don't abuse the, the situation. All right? 
and she. Go ahead. Go ahead, Eddie. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, do you remember? Do you remember, like five years ago, when we was doing the God Show, and we brung up at that time, how come there's no help from the churches for drug programs? Yes, do you remember did. when you brung that up? Do you remember when you brung yes, that up? Did. Yes, and it was about did. five, six years ago. Times. We brought it up quite a bit. Well, guess what, Shota? They listened. They're out yes, there. They There's programs out there. There's Romano programs where Romano talk to you. I talked to a Shago. He said, you won't believe it. The, 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 the another Shago is talking to me. He's telling me this, that, this, that, which is cool. That's great. You know you know what I'm well, saying? It's pretty hard for sometimes to go to Gaijay. Imagine, imagine though, how many, five years ago, how many OGs they heard. That they, that they puddle, you understand, what are we doing? Because I talked to a couple of them, pastors, mm-hmm. and they, that they puddle, they're hearing every other week, somebody's going here, some kid's going there, some, it was a lot of OGs since five years, and six years. Yeah, yeah, it's true. No, I just like you to know. take credit that Eddie, me, Steve Stigo, and Donald, it was because of us they had to open it because we wouldn't stop talking about it. <laughs> we didn't stop talking about it, and then finally it happened. And I think for you know, the first one we gave out the phone number. I'm pretty sure we did. I have to ask Giggle about that one. But I remember us kept saying it, guys, pastors, hurry up, hurry up, let's do this, let's do this. But Dick, it's there, and they're working on it still. So we let's, you know, hey, I gotta give him credit. You know, I got to give them credit. They're, they're, they're out there trying. And listen, youngsters, middle-aged guys, whatever, listen, it's a dead-end street in the Romania. That's not us. It's not us. We're going to lose respect. We lose everything. You know what I'm saying? You're going to lose it's, your family. You're going to lose your life. You'll lose your family. you lose, you know what I'm saying? And that's not us. That's not us. It's not. It's, you know, it's, a, it's a not a true street. It comes to a point and where guys, your parents... Sorry, guys. It comes to a point where a parent, they stayed 10 years trying to fix it, that they actually raised their hands and let them live on the streets. They oh, can't yeah. help it. No. I've seen it. I've seen it. It comes to the point where parents are actually happy because their son or daughter is two, three years in Gobia or two years because they say, well, at least he's safe. We don't have to hear he's going to OD. Right. Exactly, Tenavil, yeah, whatever, right, right, in a gutter or something. I hear you, man. You know, you know what, guys, I'll tell you what we're going to do tonight. Go ahead. Guys, there's something wrong. We're having technical difficulties here, all right? Okay. Because we got a lot of people that are trying to call in, they can't get in. We're going to cut this short tonight. We're only going to go for another, uh, go for another nine minutes. We'll go to 10 o'clock. And what we're going to do is we're going to continue this in a couple weeks. We're going to come back with the same topic. All right? Right. We're going to find out what the problem is with this uh, station. I don't know if it's the Internet. I don't know what the situation is. We're going to continue this conversation in a couple weeks. All right? All right. For the guys that are on the line right now, guys, I apologize. And for people that can't get on right now, I'm sorry. I don't know what the situation is. I don't know what the problem is. But, guys, this is a very interesting topic. It's a very interesting topic. It's a very heavy topic. And I really do want people to listen to this one. So what we're going to do is we'll come back with it in a couple of weeks. We'll, we'll do some more research, do some more things. And we're going to try to do the Romano statistics. It's going to be pretty hard, but, you know, we could come up with a rough We'll idea, give it a shot. Number. Yeah, we'll try to give it a shot. I'll look into it, see what we could do. 
just to get a statistic on it and whatever. But uh, but don't forget, we'll be back. And we'll come back next Wednesday. We're going to be on with a with a topic. And well, sorry about the I'm going to let you guys, guys know right now. Day. Next week we're going to have a prayer show. We're going to have a uh, well. He's not a pastor, but he's a prayer warrior. So be on praying for everybody and whoever's got a prayer for whatever it is. We're going to bring them on. If you want to pray for health, happiness, Amen. Uh, financial, whatever it is, whatever it is. We're going to play some Christian music. It's going, to be a lot, uh, it's going to be a good time. We're going to have a lot of fun with that one. Well, it should say a lot of fun. I, I, but I just want to say something that's important because I had a call. We had a caller from last week, and they said, well, a woman came on. Well, this show is it's a liberated show. It's no, not just we're not. for men. If a woman has opinion, a mother or a somebody or even a child, a young teenage girl about drugs asking or whatever our topic is, they're more than welcome to come on and voice their opinion. It's not just yes, for are. men to come on. It's it's for women as all as to voice their opinion here too, and that's right very, on. I want to make that point. Even the youngsters, call in, talk to us. Yeah. You know, even if somebody has a problem. And you don't want to say their name? That's that's fine. That's fine. If you want to talk about it, we'll talk with you. Yeah, we'll talk we'll with talk. you guys. Because I've been we'll I've been down those roads. We've been I've been down those roads before, and I could talk to you about it. Shelter could talk to you. We've been down those roads. We know what's up. Like we you said know? in the beginning, we all have something in common. We all have this one problem in our life. We all know somebody has mm-hmm. been affected by this. We all have relatives that we've lost to this. Right, I'd like right. to get somebody on, you know, Robert, because you, Eddie, and myself, we don't got the experience of being a drug addict. So I would like to hear from a person that was on drugs and gave it up and, and lives a successful life and to tell us about his past, his present, and now the future of his exactly. life, the difference. You know, well, but hey, guys, listen, we'll do this show in two weeks, the same topic that we're doing tonight. But for sure this Wednesday, we're sorry about what's going on, guys. You know, this show is here for you guys. This is your guys' radio station. This is for you guys. So we apologize again. Another yes, thing all the callers, uh, that's very listeners. important. Anybody that wants to, that has a topic in their uh, ideas, by all, uh, DM Shelter, DM Sh- uh, Eddie, or myself, and and we'll 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 talk about it, and we might have your topic on if you want. If there's something you, because like mm-hmm. Eddie said, this is your radio station, not ours. Exactly. You know, we were off for three three and a half years. We came back. You guys put us back on top again. Uh, we had uh, quite a lot of a lot of callers last week. God bless you guys. Thank you for that. And we had a lot of downloads and people that were streaming the show. Uh, may yep. not sound like a lot, but guys, let you guys know we had over 350 streams and uh, downloads in the last week. So uh, somebody that listening. was the first night. That was the first. That was night. the first night. And I remember you called me, Shelter, and told me you told me you told me, hey, Eddie, you ain't gonna believe this for the first night, you know. But we was, so, uh, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad because people are listening and they could join us. We could talk, whatever, food, whatever, whatever's on your mind. You know, a one-to-one show one night, where we'll allow somebody, uh, we'll give them like 15 minutes a person, and we'll have okay. like an open mic night one night, where whatever they want oh, to yeah, talk about, we'll good. bring it up. We'll bring you know, it up. We'll allow 15, we'll 20 minutes there, yeah. per topic. 
talk about it and go from there. Right. So with that being said, I want to apologize to everybody again. I don't know what's going on here with this uh, radio station, but I am going to call them and find out what's going on, why we're not uh, why we're not broadcasting right now. So, again, I do apologize right. to all you guys. And for all the callers that are on the line right now, God bless you guys. Thank you. But we will do this again next week, and I guarantee everything will be fixed. So with that being said, I want to say goodnight to Old School Eddie. I want to thank you for uh, being here. Michael, I want to thank you for being here. And again, all the callers and listeners, God bless you Good night, everybody.